You're listening to Janelle McCauley on the EWN Radio Network. This is Turn Knowledge to Profit, where entrepreneurs like you find the insights, experience, and tools they need to earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live a life others only dream of. Now, here are your hosts for Turn Knowledge to Profit, entrepreneurs, speakers, and authors, Janelle and Michael McCauley. Welcome, and thank you for joining us on Turn Knowledge to Profit. I'm Janelle McCauley, and along with my co-host, Michael, each week we bring you the insights, ideas, and tools that you need to earn more, make a bigger impact, and create the freedom to live a life others only dream of. You're going to want to take notes, so grab a pen and paper, and let's get started. This week in our Business Builder segment, Michael and I will be talking about how you can quickly turn your book into a course. It's a great way to monetize your book and leverage what you already have to create additional offerings for your clients. That's up in a bit, but first our success interview. Today we're talking with entrepreneur and life coach Denise Onifree. Denise is the relationship strategist for couples. And through her coaching, she helps couples create connection and authentic awareness of who they truly are, which I want to explore more in our conversation and talk with her about how she balances everything. Welcome to the show, Denise. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to our conversation today, and I love to start all of my conversations with guests by having them tell us just a little bit about their business, how it started, and how it's evolved over time. Absolutely. My business started, I'm sure a lot of people can relate, when I was laid off from a wonderful corporate job in 20, uh, see, in 08. Uh, was laid off and I decided um, to make lemonade out of those lemons and decided to pursue the career that I always really wanted to be in. So I am a licensed marriage and family therapist and I'm also a certified sex therapist. So it was back in 08 just deciding as an adult to go to grad school and pursue my dream. And then my business really took off in 2015 when I got what I call out of the chair, so to speak, and not just serving my clients behind closed doors, trading mm-hmm. dollars for time. Um, I really, uh, I, that's when I would say I became the entrepreneur that I, uh, that I am now and will continue to be. So it was definitely from a layoff to fulfilling a dream and then making the dream even bigger. hmm So how did you make that transition? So you made the transition when you were laid off, and Mm -hmm. oftentimes we get into business when we have something happen in our life that forces us to do something we wanted to do, but now we Mm -hmm. don't have a choice, so we got to do something. Mm -hmm. But then you said in 2015 you made another transition. So what did you do at that point to really take you to the level you're at today? Well, I started working with couples differently. So traditionally people will call their marriage counselor or a sex therapist and they are looking to invest 
an hour of their time for a certain dollar amount for weekly appointments. It's a very traditional uh, therapy model, uh, mm-hmm. which is actually based on a medical model. Um, what I did was convert how I work with couples and what I knew worked really well with couples and converted it into my first of two programs. And that helped me um, serve them serve them more efficiently, so a little lighter on the therapy, and that's when I developed the terminology in the, the title, sort of speak, of being a relationship strategist. Uh, I think that I, I, I'm sort of always on a mission, and I like to think of the work that I do as like rolling up sleeves and just getting in there and creating change, which feels more strategic than therapeutic at times. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I have felt, and I, and I could see it in my clients over time, um, their marriage is one of the most important relationships in their lives. And mm-hmm. I found that without hitting the ground running and creating change, people weren't getting the results they wanted. So I created the connection strategy for couples. Um, that was my first, that was sort of my first launch into doing things differently and sort of bucking that traditional model. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. And I think that's a great lesson for all of us. We always need to be open to other ways, other models, and other strategies of mm-hmm. doing things. So if you don't mind me asking, what kind mm-hmm. of you know, things did you go through in the thought process changing that model, going from what, pe- what people had traditionally done mm-hmm. to what you really believed would work? Because oftentimes people know what they need to do, mm-hmm. but they're afraid to take that step to you know, pull the trigger and actually do it. They want to, but their head is just telling them it may not work, it may be too hard, what if no one wants it? So how did you get through that? Well, that's a great question because it was a tough process for me. Um, I couldn't let go of the side of the pool because trading time for dollars and doing things within a traditional model and kind of following the rules, so to speak, which we'll get to why sometimes breaking the rules is probably a good idea, but following those rules to me equaled safety and security. But it was when I got in a a minor car accident that I realized and it was on my way to the office and it was snowy Denver, Colorado, icy that morning too that I realized, wait a minute, I don't want to be going to the office until I'm 80 years old. I hope that I can still work by that when I'm that old. Um, that, I, that I realized I had to come up with a different role to work in because going to the office every day to work one-on-one wasn't going to serve my bigger mission for my, the vision that I have for my life outside of work, if that made sense. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. Yeah, I had to let go of the side of the pool. I had to be brave. Um, and I had to surround myself with people that knew that they could see both visions, my, the importance of safety and security and being able to sort of rest on the traditional way that I have an income, but also understand the vision I have for myself of working remotely, uh, working on bigger projects, Um, So being brave and really surrounding myself with people that have a proven track record of Mm -hmm. of converting kind of the, this is going to sound so corny, but really converting the ordinary, so the ordinary therapist, into more of an extraordinary brand and Mm -hmm. product offering. 
I like that, the ordinary to extraordinary. I really mm-hmm. um, like that. So, so how did you find that group of people that really supported you? Because we talk to people all the time mm-hmm. who are looking for a group to belong to or considering eWomen Network as part of their community, but they just – they know they need it, but they they just don't do it. And for me, I think it's it's key finding the right group. How did you know what was the right group for you? Well, I think I spent a good year of my time going going to different events and experiencing different approaches to creating that tribe and creating a network. Um, and you know, I have to be honest with you, being a sex therapist, it, I found that um, I didn't want to spend my time with every crowd. It seems that distracted a lot of people when I was a pretty serious um, academic and a serious um, business person that sort mm-hmm. of getting distracted by those, piece, those pieces um, really led me to more seasoned, more... Um, more serious business people, and I did find that with eWomen. Um, mm-hmm. It's a great tidbit. It's a good cocktail conversation, so to speak, but when it comes down to business, I really needed people who could support my business vision and not just be interested in kind of the salacious side of what people imagine my job could be at times. So mm-hmm. the seriousness of um, the tribe. Uh, you know, of course, there's always fun and friendship and those relaxed conversations. But when it came to business, I needed to get down to business. And I found that for sure with eWomen. And I feel like I earned my MBA with them. I've learned so much since I started. I love that. Um, that's, a great, that's a great story. I love that. You know, and Elon Musk talks about entrepreneurship as staring into the abyss. Mm. You have to be comfortable with the unknown. Mm-hmm. So how did you get comfortable with that unknown? Because you've made some pretty big leaps from where you were to, to where you are now. And entrepreneurs get stuck sometimes because you don't know, but you have to, you know, when you're on the trapeze, you have to let go of one bar to catch the next one. And it can be scary. So how did you get through that? You know, I very casually collected data over time and decided to design my lane and and design my business and who I want to work with and who I want to collaborate by being a bit of a wallflower. Anyone that knows me shocked that I'm introverted and a wallflower, but I am. And that's where I think I gain um, my insight and Mm -hmm. data about who I want to work with and where I want to spend my time. Um, So when that, um, when you have, and I I think this is an e-women kind of nugget, when you know your lane, it is so precise that I was able to stare into the abyss, but my lane is so tight and so defined that the abyss is is there because it's going to exist, but it doesn't have to scare me because... Mm my lane is tight and my lane is um, very much designed by me versus Mm -hmm. someone who thinks this is what my business should be. You know, it it was really from my heart and soul. Mm -hmm. 
You know, I think you raise a great point there because a lot of people, and, and I love um, coaches, and I think coaches are of great value mm-hmm. for people, and you really need someone to see things you don't, to push you, to hold you accountable, to help you get through those tough times. But oftentimes, they, you know, groups or, or coaches will tell you you need to go down a certain path, mm-hmm. but you need to know that that's right for you, and it's okay to say that's not right for you. You can modify it. You can adjust it. You can do whatever you need to do, but it's got to be something that you're really clear about, something that mm-hmm. you can resonate with, and you really feel from your heart. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I find that so many entrepreneurs are so rattled by the abyss that they are easily distracted and easily influenced by others. And it's sometimes painful to watch because, um, because some of those influencers just aren't for everybody, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and I often just see that people aren't solid with themselves in order to propel forward. Interesting. Um, and I, I think that's true. A lot of people are distracted and influenced, and they really need to be comfortable with what they're doing, who they are, and you know, know that they're, you're going to try some things, and they don't always mm-hmm. work. And mm-hmm. you may have to do that to find out what you love and what you don't. And mm-hmm. that's why these conversations are so great because sometimes people think they have to have a real clear vision of who they are and where they're going from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And it's really an evolution. It, it grows and evolves over time. Yes, absolutely. To, I think being solid, solid enough in just who you are, going back to that heart and soul and what your gut has to say is so important, but at the same time sort of being flexible enough that you can take the data in and Mm -hmm. apply your heart and soul and gut to the data and then move forward. So I think it's both having that solid foundation but being flexible to change. You know, working with my business strategist, we probably had a talk for a year and a half about me letting go of the side of the pool and creating a business bigger than just being a therapist who sits in a chair. Mm-hmm. But So having to be solid in who I am in terms of skill and passion and what I have to offer and what my gifts are, but flexible enough to be able to apply them in ways I didn't know were possible. I love that. I love that. Now, I'm a visual person, so I love that visual of letting go of the side of the pool. I'm going mm-hmm. to have to, um, to, to remember that. We need to take another real quick break, and when we come back, I want to continue the conversation, and I want to talk a little bit more about how you created the programs and how you've used those to build your business. This is John L. McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. Have you ever asked yourself this question? Why is it so hard to make a buck? (laughs) I know I have. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. What I have discovered after going from the brink of bankruptcy to running a multi-million dollar award-winning business is this. You can't build a million dollar dream hanging around minimum wage mindsets. My mission is one million women entrepreneurs generating $1 million in annual revenue. So here's what I've done. 
I've created the mother of all entrepreneur success programs that you can access online on your time. It's called Monetize Me Now. It's a seven-module online course that is 100% my success formula, covering mindset, mission, management, motivation, marketing, and measure. Come on, take my hand, and I'll show you the way to learn to earn flowing revenue for your business. Visit monetizemenow.com for details. Are you a coach, speaker, or author who would like to finally earn what you know you're worth? Would you like to create a life that gives you more time to do the things that you love? Entrepreneurs like you hire us to turn their knowledge into a full range of scalable products that earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live the life others only dream about. With our done-for-you approach, we do all the heavy lifting, creating the right products for you, your clients, and your business. The potential is limitless. If you want to leverage your time so you can earn more while working less, visit us today at TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com and find out just how far your knowledge can take you. You're listening to Janelle McCauley on the EWN Radio Network. Welcome back. This is Janelle McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. In our success interview today, we're talking with Denise Onafray. And Denise is a relationship strategist for couples. And we had a great conversation at the first half of our interview, and we talked about how you make that transition and go from trading your time for dollars and really building and growing your business. And I love the fact that Denise kept saying, you know, you've got to let go of the side of the pool. For those of you like me who are visuals, you can really, you know, picture that. If you missed the conversation, you need to go back and listen to it. Some great gems. I'd like to start our, our second half together, Denise, by asking you, because you mentioned in the, in the first half that you created the first of your two programs. So can you talk a little bit about how you did that and how they helped you grow your business and really expand your reach? Absolutely. So the first program that I mentioned, the Connection Strategy for Couples, uh, was the first program that I wrote um, based on what I know was already working for couples. So it includes um, various assessments and strategies and really lessons that I think we all need in order for relationships to be successful. And one of my major letting go of the side of the pool events was finally deciding to write a book. And so when I sat down to think about, okay, what will I do? I originally thought, well, I'll write the companion book for the program, the couples program. But when I get really honest with myself, again, that kind of heart, soul, and gut uh, piece that is a part of my business strategy, the truth is before a couple can ever get their, their goals met with me, I'm always looking at the couple as two individuals and assessing what these individuals need in their lives. So mm-hmm. that's where the, my first book comes from, um, which is Your Relationship with You, How to Live Life by Your Rules, because it mm-hmm. isn't until we get ourselves settled um, and some things figured out about our own 
emotions and behaviors and things like that, that we can move forward in a relationship and have that, those goals be met. So I kind of did it in a funny way, but, the, but when, I, you know, when I am that 80-year-old relationship strategist looking back at how I unfold, unfolded my lane and grew my business, um, I did it sort of backwards, but it's so right when it comes to human behavior. And mm-hmm. the letting go of the pool, I can't encourage your listeners enough. And they, you know, if they all got really honest with themselves, they're listening to this thinking like, oh, yeah, I know exactly what she's talking about. I need to let go in order to move forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, it was the book. And then, of course, the book has a program, but... Um, the ease at which you can take your expertise and convert it into products. Um, I, I, I'm not sure I was a believer. I just figured I'm a therapist or maybe mm-hmm. there's a lawyer listening thinking I'm a lawyer, I'm a nurse. I don't know. I just do those things to be that title. But mm-hmm. really there's so many ways to convert our expertise into something more usable or approachable mm-hmm. maybe is the word. Absolutely, and I think that a book is a great way to really leverage your knowledge. That's one of the things that uh, we do at, at Turn Knowledge to Profit is mm-hmm. help people take their book and turn it into a program. And by doing that, then you can take the pieces of the program and expand them even deeper. You can package them up differently. You mm-hmm. can combine them with one-on-one coaching. There's so many ways that you can leverage your knowledge and you've already done so much by putting that into a book. It's just the perfect way to really take and leverage your business and leverage your time and your reach. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, once, once you can get some of your expertise on paper, so to speak, the, the ways you can recycle, reuse, and repurpose that content that's just swimming around in your head anyway is really where the, the dollar science can be. Absolutely. And I love the, the title of your book, um, Your Relationship with You, because I think so often people always think, no matter what kind of relationship it is, they think it's always the other person <laughs> that needs to change and mm-hmm. needs to do things differently. And you know, I always, somebody had said to me years ago, you know, the, the one thing you have to look at in all your relationships, because people will complain about people around them, and mm-hmm. you know, the one person who's common in all those relationships is you. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And we often forget that. That's right. Because it's just easier, and it's supposedly easier to look at everyone else, but I I don't think that's where change happens. And I think it happens in people's businesses too. Um, you know, someone jumping from lane to lane to lane is like, whoa, 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 who's been in all these lanes? Let's get back to you. And let's see, let's see what some of your own truths are around mm-hmm. why you even want this business, why you even want this marriage. Um, all, sorts of, all sorts of things to explore when we really give ourselves, a little, give ourselves a gift, and it's another letting go at the side of the pool of looking at your relationship with yourself. Because that's, that's everywhere you go, there you are, good, corny, 
phrasing right there too, but it's so true. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So how did you find the process of, of you know, writing a book? Because I think a lot, I hear a lot of people say they want to write one, they have so much to share, and they get overwhelmed when they start thinking about mm-hmm. going through that process. Mm-hmm. Um, I can share one of my strategies that I, I use in many, many facets of my life, but I definitely applied it to the book writing as well. Um, so I'm as easily distracted as the next person, um, and I, I'd rather be binge-watching some horrible television show than getting to work sometimes. <laughs> so in order to write the book that I'd already been really resistant to writing, in order to write it, I took just 90 minutes a week in my calendar, and I would sit down. Uh, well, and when I booked that time with myself, I would look at um, alternative 90-minute chunks of time. So let's say I could look at my calendar, and there were three 90-minute options. That first 90 minutes, I would sit down, and if the flow wasn't happening, like if it just, if it just wasn't there and it was going to be mm-hmm. like pushing water uphill, I would shut my computer down at about 20, 30 minutes into the 90-minute segment and move mm-hmm. on with my life. And it felt like I got a free hour, you know, I can go put in a load of laundry or what have you, and mm-hmm. then try that next um, chunk of time that I reserved for myself. And not everybody has that luxury of time, but that's one way that I did it. So the beginning process was smooth and easy and, and quite comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, and my other strategy that I, I'll share with your listeners who might be interested in writing a book is mapping it all out on a Post-it board with Post-it notes. And so when I got to my 90-minute segment, I just grabbed one Post-it. It was one of the three major points of a chapter, and I would write about that for the 90 minutes, and that was it. There was no perfecting. Mm-hmm. There was no, well, I should just, that's enough to say there was no perfecting, and I would just move on. Mm-hmm. Wow, and you didn't have to sit there and think, okay, what am I going to be writing about? Where do I start? Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things people need to, to really, I believe, understand when you're doing that, it doesn't have to all flow in order because it's going gonna, it's gonna to evolve over time like everything we do. Mm-hmm. So just give yourself permission to just write and let it flow, and then it will come together. You just have to trust the process. Absolutely. Trusting the process is everything. Everything. And it, it can be nerve-wracking, but I think if people can just stay in the moment and write about that Post-it sticker, um, mm-hmm. that's, all, that's all their job is in that moment, and, and worry about punctuation later and mm-hmm. word choice later and those, those things that we can so easily grab onto and, and not get us to our goal. No, I agree. And I, I think when you're writing and when you're working on a project, to really just not um, – there's, there's a book called The Six Thinking Hats. And, mm-hmm. you know, my husband always, always says to me, you know, we're green hatting. We're just letting it flow. It's ideas. It's open. We're mm-hmm. not black hatting. We're not discounting it. We're not saying that's not right. We're not judging. So when we have conversations, we'll often say, okay, what, what hat are we, are we wearing? So we have a great 
um, we know what the conversation is going to be or when we're working on something, we know what it's going to be. Because I think we tend to judge ourselves a lot and say, mm -hmm. that's not what it's supposed to be. Whatever's coming out is what it's supposed to be. You can put it together and edit it later. And that's okay. That's right. I love that idea. That's a great strategy. It's, it sets each other up and then your business or deciding on a mortgage, I don't know, whatever, you know, whatever it mm -hmm. is, it really sets you both up for much more ease and um, success. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's well, excellent. We, we started doing that because um, as and, and I'm, you know, we've been married for almost 40 years, so mm -hmm. it, it's, you know, I, I adore my husband. But men like to solve things. I like mm -hmm. to brainstorm and do ideas. So by doing that, then we're both on the same page, and there's not expectations that he's trying to solve it, or I have to do it a certain way. So we're both very clear. So mm -hmm. it, it really helps the conversation. <laughs> Absolutely. The hats are gender neutral, right? It's just a color Absolutely. and it's just a, a framework. I think that's beautiful. I'm going to have to look into that book. Absolutely. It, um, it's, it's short, but it's got a lot of, uh, it's very insightful. And that's a, those are some of the things that, that I love. So this has been a great conversation, and you know, I love that you've really created products and programs and taken your book and the knowledge and, and really expanding how you're using it because I think that gives you a lot of options to grow your business. How can mm -hmm. our listeners connect with you and learn more about you and what you have to offer? Oh, thank you. They are more than welcome to visit my website MyRelationshipStrategist.com, and if they're interested in my book, they can find it on on that website as well as Amazon. Um, I have I have resources out the kazoo for them if they would like. I am really um, passionate about the ed education side of what I do, and I think. Um, the education, we don't get enough relationship education. So I, that's, mm -hmm. that's what I have to offer anyone who's interested in learning more. Perfect. And if anyone is looking for you, just so they, I want to make sure that they know how to spell your, um, your last name too. Oh, um, and it's Denise, and it's O-N-O-F-R-E-Y. And yeah. my relationship um, strategist.com. So we'll put a link to that also on our Turn Knowledge to Profit podcast page so that they can find you. And as we end our time together, and it's gone so fast, it's really been a fascinating conversation, so thank you. Yeah, can thank you. you leave our listeners with one tip or piece of advice that they can use to build and scale their business? Well, I, you know, I had a, a nice little nugget all lined up, but I think in staying true to our conversation, I think it is very important for people to even use their imaginations, imagine themselves holding onto that side of the pool and be thinking about what is it that I feel right now and what is it that I need and what do I believe about myself that's keeping me attached to the side of this pool. And it's those pieces that I would want people to challenge. I believed I had to be a traditional therapist in order to be successful. And being traditional has never served me, right? So once I could figure that out, I had to just let go of the side of the pool and really grow myself further into my business. And I would love for your listeners to have that too. 
I love that. Um, thank you very much. And thank you for sharing today and being with us. It's been a really just a wonderful conversation. Thank you so much. This is wonderful. We need to take another quick break. And when we come back, it's our business builder. So stay tuned. This is John L. McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. I'm looking for a certain kind of woman, and I think you know her. She's an entrepreneur that is highly connected, successful, significant in her own industry, and considered the go-to woman in her community. She's received so much from so many women in business, she's ready to give back to others on their journey, lifting as she climbs. Hi, this is Sandra Yancey, and I'm the founder and CEO of eWomen Network. I'm looking to connect with the woman I've just described who lives in your community so that we might have a conversation about how eWomen Network's proven success system can provide her a platform to elevate her success and ability to support women in business. Our international community of managing directors are influencing the speed of success for women in business around the world. If that sounds like something that you want to be part of or know someone we should talk with, send an email to managingdirector at eWomenNetwork.com. That's managingdirector at eWomenNetwork.com. And let's start the conversation. Are you a coach, speaker, or author who would like to finally earn what you know you're worth? Would you like to create a life that gives you more time to do the things that you love? Entrepreneurs like you hire us to turn their knowledge into a full range of scalable products that earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live the life others only dream about. With our done-for-you approach, we do all the heavy lifting, creating the right products for you, your clients, and your business. The potential is limitless. If you want to leverage your time so you can earn more while working less, visit us today at TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com and find out just how far your knowledge can take you. You're listening to Janelle McCauley on the EWN Radio Network. Welcome back. This is Michael McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. I'm here with Janelle, and in our Business Builder segment today, we're going to be talking about how you can turn your book into a course. I'm excited about our conversation today because we know a lot of people who have a book. And I think this will be a great conversation. So can you start, Michael, by telling us what does it mean to turn your book into a course? Well, we've talked about leveraging your existing content on uh, previous business builders, and this is just another way to leverage that. You know, if you remember, leveraging is really the fastest way you can create offerings for different markets and different price points. And what I mean by that is that if your book describes the process you use with your clients or describes the way in which you address and resolve issues with people, then you can quickly turn that into a course. Um, at our company, Turn Knowledge to Profit, in fact, turning a client's book into a course is one of our most popular offerings. And I think that's something that most of the people that we know, when they do write a book, it does take people through the basics of their process. So, But they might ask, why do you need a course? Well, you know, you don't actually really need a course per se, but you do need something to offer to people, and that's really the key. 
when you go out to speak um, at events or you go to networking events to meet people, it, it helps if you have something to offer them, something to, some way to invite them in to do business with you. And a, a course can be a great way to do that. Um, you can certainly do it with your book, but it's really hard to make money on a book. I mean, the book basically sells for, depending on, on your book, 10 to $15. It may even be an ebook, which is $5 or less. And so you can go ahead and sell that, but you're really not going to make any money on that. Um, but you can make money on a course and your book can be a, an entree into that course. And so it's a nice, easy step up for people that want to learn more about you and, and have you help them with their issues. Um, you know, in, unless you're one of the top eight to 10 authors in the world, you're probably not going to make any income ever on your book. It's just it's just not a, a revenue generating um, tool. And in fact, that's why a lot of people will tell you that a book is really just a business card on steroids, if you will. So it's really just a way to engage with people, um, something to give them that's a tangible thing that they can remember uh, about you and they can learn about you and they can understand uh, what it is you do. Now, the, the next thing they're going to want to do as soon as they understand what you do, if that addresses an issue for them or they know someone um, who could be helped by that, is they're going to want to engage with you further. So if you have a course that's relatively low price, and when I say low price, I'm thinking like, you know, 200 to 300 to $400 range that really parallels your book, that's an easy step up for people. They can then say, oh, well, I like the book. I like what, what they're telling me. Um, I want to do it for my business or I want to do it for me. How do I do that? I can take a course from you and I can really work on my own business while I'm in that course. Well, and we've had the conversation a lot of times after reading a book because there are certain acti activities and exercises and things that we'd like to take deeper. While the authors always do a good job of walking you through it, it's not quite the same as having the worksheets, the templates, the additional tools to do it. And when you go through a course, that's oftentimes what they have in the course. So it takes you a little bit deeper. So it's Pat goes takes you deeper than that surface level, and it's not the same as working with them one on one because it's you know you're not often ready for that. You need that interim step, and it's a great interim step. So how does the process actually work? Well, it's really a pretty simple process, and in fact, it's it's much easier than creating a course from scratch. You know, if I were to work with someone to create a course from scratch, and we do that quite often. Um, we would need to sit down and, and walk through their process, walk through the material that they wanted to include in the course, uh, organize that in some way that lends itself to, um, to teaching it to others, and then create the course. Well, if you already have a book that talks about your process, the process you use with your clients, then that's where the book really becomes valuable because basically you've done all that front-end work you've gone through the process that you have, you've organized it into chapters, you've organized it into a nice flow of material. You may even in a lot of cases have some exercises or some uh, graphics or some other things that we can pull out into a course. So it really streamlines the whole process 
and it makes it, it possible to create that course with a minimum amount of, of your time. Um, for example, I, I was working recently with a, a psychologist who has a book on technology addiction in kids. And it was so easy just to go into the book and just walk right through the book and just create a multi-part course that she's now going to go out and teach to school districts. So it, it, was, it was really quick. Uh, she didn't need to spend hardly any time um, in, in discovery sessions or in meetings. It really is just, you know, let me read your book and extract a course. And of course, you're obviously involved. She's involved in the review process and she's uh, up to speed on everything we're doing. But it, it just very, very quickly and she's off doing her, uh, you know, regular business. I want to ask you because you say it's easy and a lot of people might be sitting there saying, oh, I've got a book. I'm going to turn it into a course. And what I want to make sure they understand, you've been doing this for almost 30 years. So you're a real expert at doing it. Not everyone can read a book and see how to put together the course, what activities they need, what they need. Now, anyone can do it, but getting it done quickly and being able to do it in a way that really is effective because there's all sorts of learning styles to take into account. There's all sorts of different things that you build in that unless you've done this or have the education and expertise in it, while it's really easy for you, it's going to be a process for a lot of people that's really going to take a lot more time and may not be quite as effective as having someone who really understands it develop it. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And, and I do often say that it's easy because it's so easy for me and, and you're absolutely right. Um, and, but that is a lot of experience. So, so while it's easy to take the process that's documented in the book and turn it into a course, it, it's, it's not a simple thing to do. So it's, uh, you have to know where to put stories in, where to put exercises in, how to break the material up so you don't overload students, how to um, really organize it so that it flows from module to module to module. Um, and that may not be intuitively obvious when you look at the book. The, the other thing is a lot, just like when they take a book and they make it into a movie, um, you know, they, the same thing is true when you take a book and make it into a course. You really have to pull out the key themes and the, the really important messages and leave the rest behind because you just can't take 150 or 180 pages of a book and just read the book. I mean, that would take you weeks and weeks and weeks and no one would be at all engaged to do that. So um, it really is a, a skill to be able to extract out those key points from the book and, uh, and create a course out of it. Um, why I do say it is easy is it's because all that upfront work really that you, you've done to create the book is the same work you would have done to create a course. So all that organization, all that, the, the exercises, the figures, the everything you put into that book is all things that you would also want to do before you actually created the course. It is, and there is a science to figuring out what part of the book to pull out, what part of it to leave, because you want to get the results 
and you can't do everything. And I think we get so close to what we're working on, we want to give them everything and we say everything is important. While it may be important, it's not essential to getting the results your clients need. You want to give them enough that they can work, they can get the results, and they can see activity and action because that's going to make them want more. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, you also have to look at the bigger picture. You don't want to tell them everything that you know, in a course, because you want to uh, both you don't want to overwhelm them first. And second, um, you want to make sure you have upsell opportunities, because really, though the course is great, you want to still be able to upsell to people that want to go deeper with you, learn more about what you do and really get into um, the nitty gritty really get a lot of information about what it is you do. So um, you want to make sure that you hit that balance of uh, enough information that they really get value from your course, but not so so much information that they're either overwhelmed or you've left no opportunity to upsell. And we know how quickly people can get overwhelmed. And if they're not going to get results, they're not going to be coming back to learn more and to work more with you. So how long does the process take? Well, that's also the, the beauty of going from a book because if you already have the book done and, and you're working with someone like Turn Knowledge to Profit where we really have an expertise in doing that, uh, in turning the book into a course, we can do it in as little as 10 to 12 weeks. So um, that is incredibly quick for you to go from I don't have anything to uh, offering a course that you could sell uh, at $200, $300, $400 per person and offer and when you go out to speak before groups or you go out to network. So, you know, really within a couple of months, you can have a fully developed, um, really great course on the market. I love that. So I'm going to ask all of our listeners to go to our Turn Knowledge to Profit Facebook page. And if you've got a book that you've been thinking about turning into a course, give us the name of your book. We'd love to check it out and see whether that might be the perfect next step for you. If you'd like to learn more, it's really simple. Just email Michael at TK. 2p.com. That's Michael at TK, the number 2p.com. We'd love to learn about your book. We'd love to learn about what you're doing. And let's get connected. You know, this has really been a great conversation. I want to thank all of you for joining us today on Turn Knowledge to Profit. Again, I want to remind you to visit our Turn Knowledge to Profit page on Facebook and share your questions, your insights, and your ahas. And also share one action you're going to take in the next week to turn your knowledge into profit. If you have an idea for a future show, be sure to email me at michael at tk2p.com. That's michael at tk2p.com. Have a wonderful and profitable week. Turn knowledge to profit, where entrepreneurs like you find the insights, experience, and tools they need to earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live a life others only dream about. Join us each Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the EWN Radio Network. To download this week's show, listen to past shows, or learn how to be a guest on the show, 
visit TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com. Past shows are also available at EWNRadioNetwork.com and through iTunes and Stitcher. Until next time, remember, great companies are built around great products. Leverage your knowledge to live the life of your dreams. Let's continue the conversation and turn your knowledge into profits.